for the one month lag in between episodes. Um, life comes at you pretty fast and here's some excuses for why. Um, we got our wisdom teeth out. Um, I went to DC to watch the Nats win the World Series, although they won it in Houston. Um, I was interviewing for jobs and trying to move. Only one of these excuses is true. But anyway, this is an exciting episode. We recorded it live in person. Um, so hope you enjoy. Go. I just realized what a dream this is to edit. There's only one soundtrack. That's funny because I actually like doing both of them better because, like, if you're like loud. sneezing yeah. or oh, something, if yeah. you're loud, I mean, it's it's better because it's one track and one microphone. Yes. But like, if yes. if if I'm if 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 you're eating breakfast <laughs> or whatever, um, feel seen. <laughs> feel I can attacked. delete some of that <laughs> mm-hmm. and then still like. Or a lot of times we going, yeah, uh-huh, or mm-hmm. I start to interrupt you, and then I just go, well, now I don't sound like such a jerk because I'm... Yes. Laurel, yes. Laurel's a little distracted. <laughs> Guys, this is such a big, monumental day in Craniac's history because we are actually recording in person. I know. We are in the same room. It's, oh, my gosh. So if you feel a strange energy, it's because we're having to make legitimate eye contact. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't just, like, look at my phone and hope that Ryan's, like, looking at something on the computer. <laughs> well, it's it's funny because sometimes I feel like there are times where I'm just talking to a browser window. Yes. And I'm wondering, yes. like, what does this look like? Yes. <laughs> or times when it freezes and we think the other one is just really bored by what we're saying. It's like, no, it froze. But Laurel's also distracted because we do have a third craniac this week and it's Lady. Yes. Who was taken to me. Is Very li- yeah. right oh. now, Leslie is licking my feet at the moment. Oh, speaking of which, <laughs> did you notice my spray tan at all? No, right, right. This is the problem. So I should warn it. Tell everybody that like Ryan warned me. He got two coats, two coats of a spray tan. Okay, so first two off, rounds. This has to do with uh, a uh, fundraiser I'm working with that we had a certain bar to reach, and if we did, I said I'd get a spray tan. So we went to this place and they get they did they did a full spray tan and we got out and Tara was like you just look good like she was just like whatever and and we get to I'm like can we put like some more on me like and they're like yeah we'll do some more I, I've got I've got a mixture that this older man comes in and uses and is kind of he wants to be orange so that was it do you like this is ridiculous to me just because I've looked at this part of my body more than anyone else, but I've never been this dark. Oh, yeah. But I, mean, I d- it, it just looks like you've probably spent some time out in the sun. Right. Yes. If, if people who know me, like, okay, and you're kind of the new thing, because Tara was like, yeah, you look darker, but, like, I was afraid I was going to be walking up and down the streets and people would be like, Whoa. You're going to look like, like an Oompa Loompa. Right. Yeah. And I just keep joking because Tara's like, you know, you look pretty good. I'm like, well... It's gonna be gone in a week, so this <laughs> this maybe, affair maybe. with uh, with uh, Antonio <laughs> the pool boy is gonna need to happen I, I, sooner I mean, rather than later. It, you're of Irish descent, right? Yeah. Well, okay. You ready? This is gonna seem, but this is I wore a. Oh 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 yeah. So there's yep, the. Yep. I'm I'm pulling down. I, I wore a because uh, I didn't want to go in there and like my underwear. We also yes. filmed some of it, so oh, yeah. I had like a. Uh, you're welcome, everybody, for him sparing you. Yeah, <laughs> I had like a tank top and a. Uh, and gym shorts on, and so if, if you can see, yeah, a, the, the tan line is marked. Like yes. it is, yeah. 
So if you guys want to help donate, the next step is I get beat up by a real wrestler. So have, have you actually like nailed that down? Do you have a wrestler? Like, I on? I gotta be hundred percent honest. I don't know where we're gonna hit it. Okay. Like this is me appealing to them. We're at oh, like okay. we're at like three thirty four hundred. Okay. We need to get five thousand. Okay. Oh. That was the goal. And are are we in like the home stretch here? Yes. Okay. How, so, how many days? Uh, okay. We don't know when the we'll post this. <laughs> the tenth. The tenth okay. of November is November is 10th. well. That's technically when the thing starts. I think they keep taking stuff past then. So, um, but anyway, yes, I was, it doesn't look like, so here's the thing I was saying, cause she's looking at your toes. Don't freak out. Okay. Ready? Okay. I really hate. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what happened, but my bottom of my feet, I thought this is what my whole body was going to look yes, like. Yes. Yes. Guys, I am trying to, <laughs> it's like, um, a stucco, the color of a stucco house yes. is like on the sole. And I'm like, foot. I went into the bathroom and like scrubbed with a brush to get as much off. But you're not like leaving footprints everywhere, are no, you? No, no, okay, no. That's, that's the good. thing. It wasn't very, I gotta be honest, this whole experience kind of made me <laughs> get spray tans well, I, I was about to say, often. maybe you should get spray tans more often. I know. Clearly your skin takes to them. Tara, so. and that was, and that was the thing, because I think we went in and we thought it was going to be someone who's like, I can't believe they're in here making fun of us. And it was, so organic bronze in the domain in Austin, if you guys want to go, uh, ask for Whitney. And uh, she was just like, I was like, I called them and I said, flat out, I'm doing this for comedy. This mm-hmm. is a joke. You know, I, I just want to let you guys know that and hope you feel comfortable with that. We're not going to, you know, we're still going to pitch your, sh- your place. Yeah. You know, and thought maybe if we went in, it was terrible. We'd just be like, okay, whatever. Yeah. And now we're like. Listen, if you've ever thought about doing this, this is the place to go. You know, Um, I I don't know too many friends who've done this, except a friend of mine did it before her wedding, um, and she just wanted, like, a very, like, slight sun kiss. She was very pale. She's like, I just want to look, like, slightly sun kissed. I don't want my dress to blend in with me, basically. And... I mean, she really enjoyed it. I think she's done it a few more times, but uh, Tara is like your, if, your tipping point. Yeah, Tara was like, if we go to the beach or like go on a, a vacation to an island or something like that, she's like, I'm gonna do this. Like, yeah. I'm like, heck, why? I mean, and it was eighteen dollars because it was, it was it was a Groupon. Okay. And it was Lovely. like a special deal on a Groupon. It was normally twenty. It's normally fifty. Oh, oh, I was gonna say this sounds like a, a nice place. Right. 50, yeah. Okay. No, it was in shoot, and Whitney couldn't have been more. She, I was like, look, we're going to film you. We're going to do this. Like, anything you, like, you don't want, we'll take it down. We'll re-edit it, whatever. And she's like, no, it's fine. What do you want to do? She's like, sure. I'm just sitting there doing my job. You yeah. Do anything. She's <laughs> talking about how her husband, like, she practiced on her husband. And um, he was like, they went home. And she's like, I thought you were going to wash it off. He's like, I don't know. Like, he was just kind of like, I kind of so like wait, it. question. The only spray tan examples I've seen is on Friends when Ross goes yes. in and gets like, what, like two fours or whatever. Like, right. the, the numbers are all off. Was it like that? Or did they actually spray you with like, uh, like, a, did you go into a stall and it sprayed you? Or did they actually? No, this was a person. That was yes. a handout. So I think you just, can go into a stall, yeah. which maybe, I, at the end of the day, I, I told the people in the front, I go, this is going to sound like an insult, but it's not an insult. Uh, I think everyone is going to be upset at the job you guys have done because they didn't pay for me to look good. They paid yeah. for me to look bad. And yes. You guys did a terrible yes. job of making me look bad. Yeah, no, it's um, guys, it's true. So um, <laughs> it's, it's and the thing is, it's not. It's not like I saw you and I was but, like, whoa, yeah. like it's it it. What am I looking for? What's the word I'm looking for? It like blends in with your skin well mm-hmm. or something. They it, like matched it well. I got I darker than this when I actually went to Australia, but it was funny because I got gym shorts on. So today I went to the gym. And I'm like working out, and I'm kind of in my head like, you know, I'm a creative guy, so in my head I'm like, everyone's going, look at that tan guy working out. <laughs> and then I look down, and like they've inched up past, and it is like white, just pale white, 
thighs with oh like I'm like that's that's where you can really tell exactly that it's it's either fake or just like they're like oh he went outside yeah you know with the, the shorts on but I uh, I always joke I need SPF Irish when I'm out in the sun <laughs> like because I just I, I don't tan I burn and there's been one time in my life I have tanned without burning um, my mom and I went on like a resort weekend and I reapplied sunscreen every 45 minutes like clockwork and I got the most wonderful golden brown tan like people at work were like oh my gosh look at you and I was like never again will this happen I got I got fried in Australia one time but the thing that was interesting there was their sunscreen because of the hole in the ozone it was just like was like you could you someone was wearing sunscreen you knew because you saw white streaks all over them it was so thick full of zinc it didn't really rub in very well so you'd see all these Australians like we're gonna bleep this out, but basically being like, "Hey, f- head!" Like at people who were like wearing, they would yell. They'd be like, "What are you doing?" Like screaming at people who were wearing tanner oh. or anything that wasn't like SPF a million, yeah. because they're like, "There's a f- hole in the ozone, you idiot!" Like they would just people on the on the beaches. That. Yeah, it was nuts. Well, you know what? I was in Korea. We went to the beach. The Koreans care a lot about skin protection, skin mm-hmm. care. That's why Korean skin care is like all the rage. And um, my friends and I were wearing one piece swimsuits, and we were the most scantily clad ladies there. Everybody, everybody is wearing basically wetsuits almost. Right. They're wearing long, like swimming leggings, long sleeve, like swim shirts and like rash guards and stuff and big hats. I saw somebody at Barton Springs wearing like the most fashionable looking version of that, but she had like, is it a Habib? Is that oh, what, yeah. what uh, a Muslim? Hijab? Hijab? Hijab, I think. Hijab, what's Habib? Is that someone's name? Did I just say something really <laughs> no, offensive? No, I'm I, sorry. I, I think, no, I, th- I think Habib is maybe, you know what? Let me just, I'll just look this up. But I'm pretty sure it's what you're thinking it was, it was, it was a Muslim woman out at Barton Springs, and she looked like she was having just like, she was like 20s, and she was just jumping around, but it was a full down to her wrists yes. and, and, and her wrists and ankles, like swimming suit. And, and as again, someone who's normally very, very pale. I was like, Where, do you, does it come in extra large? <laughs> like, can I get one of those? I'm trying to remember who the first company was that created a swimsuit version of that. Um, and I don't remember. So Habib, it turns out, is, is a popular surname in the Muslim world. So yes. That's hijab. But it's a it's okay. It's no, that's okay. okay. I, listen, there was no venom in what I was saying. Okay, so let's let's get started. Um, it's, this is also the other thing that, as I just seem very rude, because we can normally look at our phones under the, oh, the, yeah. the screen, it's, it's and now that. I'm just like pulling it out to look at it. But uh, hello, Seattle. I'm Ryan. I'm Laurel. And we're the Craniacs. We get together sometimes in the same room. Oh my gosh. And we talk about Frasier. And today we're going to do something a little different. We're going over two episodes. We're going to talk uh, kind of quickly about the first one. And then we're actually going to, since we're in the same room, do a little uh, 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 critique commentary, commentary yeah. on, uh, what's it called? Are you being served? Yeah, so we are on season four, episode 21, Daphne Hates Sherry, and 22, Are You Being Served? So, uh, the Netflix synopsis for 21 is, there's a heat wave in Seattle, and an ailing Frasier can't seem to escape a wave of rising tensions all around him. I would also like to say there's a grammatical typo in the Netflix (laughs) synopsis, because they meant to say around, like, one word around, and they wrote all a round him. So I shouldn't be surprised. This is this is the IMDb one, which Did I think you just is a little. Take your glasses off to read this. I can't see things close. I'm oh, so have, like that you, is clear. You, you have presbyopia. I have. Do you I, need reading glasses? No. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Like it's easier for me to not have my You're glasses. Far-sighted. Yes, that one. Got it. Got it. Um. So this is also interesting because I'm seeing a a, a uh, ad for Amazon's Modern Love, which appears to have Tina Fey and. 
Anne Hathaway? What is this? Something. It's uh, it's a series where every episode is a different column from modern of Modern Love. Do you ever read Modern Love in the New York Times? No. Oh, it's. I fantastic. want you to. I want you to take a second and think about our time together and what we're talking. So on this, I read the- Isaac Asimov, <laughs> J.R.R. Tolkien, and Modern Love in the in New York Times. Okay, in the New York Times Sunday Styles section, they have a column called Modern Love that anybody can write just a column. And it can be mm-hmm. about romantic love, it can be about familial love, it can be about a pet. Like This is sounding more familiar. Actors have written it. And anyway, It can be about a pet! Oh, she is some, asleep. <laughs> some, um, some, like have gotten kind of famous and stuff like that's where that woman who wrote um the personal ad for the woman who was dying of cancer wrote a personal ad for her husband and it was entitled like you should really or please marry my husband and it's basically all the wonderful things about her husband so she was saying when she dies she wants her husband to be feel like he can move on and remarry and that became kind of famous anyway i want my wife if i were to pass to be very happy in a sexless relationship (laughs) (laughs) to find happiness in places other than the bedroom anyway like with the the eunuch or yes. something? Yes. <laughs> I'm sure there's a, you know, she's she was grew up Catholic, the the nun, the, the, the Catholic Church has a place for another nun. Um, okay, so during a heat wave, Sherry's constant presence at the apartment gets on Daphne's nerves. They get into a serious fight. She storms out of the apartment, unable to find another place. She has to spend the, she has to spend the night with Niles. Frazier tries to fight off the flu. That's the last sentence. Like, <laughs> I love how they're like, it's such a minor part, but they're like, this needs to be known. Yeah. Well, so it's, it's funny. So, Craniacs, Ryan texted me when we were talking to figure out when to record and had said that, like, basically you intimated, you hadn't said this, but you basically, like, intimated that you didn't really enjoy this episode and you wanted to spend more time it was on the right, second yeah. one. But that was before I'd watched it, so I went into this already a little, like, skeptical. And it's funny because I enjoy them looking at the Daphne Sherry, uh, conflict i like I, I think that makes sense it's very plausible and everything but then the daphne niles section made me just very like which is interesting okay i like that they talked about sherry and daphne sherry who i don't normally like a whole lot was very over the top grading. very grating yeah. in this episode yeah to the point where i was just like i'm like and, and if if you had to come down like there's no way anyone would rule in sherry's favor i'm like sherry yes. you're being very yes. invasive i feel like though fraser made a good point where he's like sherry has kind of usurped some of daphne's territory like yeah so daphne's already a little on edge oh. but sherry is like going way like you said over the top about things uh, i think fraser's analysis of the situation at the end was Spot beautiful on. psychiatry yeah. by him um, I also thought about how hard that scene of him in the bathtub must have been to, to film because they probably had to keep replacing the bubbles. <laughs> These uh, are things I think about now. I listen to too many like Hollywood podcasts. It's so funny because I just never really, for some reason, it didn't phase me that people were coming in. So I was like, oh, he's supposed to be naked in there. Yes. And I don't know yes. if like, I don't know why I, that didn't bother me. I was just like, oh, this is it's just some cartoonish thing. Uh, sitcom yes. thing. There was a but, lot to do with bubbles and soap in these two episodes. What was in the second one? Well, oh, we'll, yes. We'll, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that. <laughs> and a lot to do with foam. So, uh, yeah. So, basically, Sherry and Daphne start butting heads, and Daph and and, and uh, Martin won't really take a side, and Fraser won't. Fraser is trying to cure a flu. Martin wasn't taking sides because, obviously, he has a vested interest in Sherry's argument. Well, also, it, it was lose-lose for him. There was no yes, side he could no take. Side. Well, wasn't this the one where he's like, now, nope, anyone say anything you don't want to... You don't You're going to regret. regret. You sound like a couple fishwives. <laughs> yeah. For example, I'm already regretting this. Yes. And then Fraser was trying to... It was coming down with a cold, so he was trying to relax and kind of 
do that. I I just everything. I'm with. I think we said this earlier, but everything Sherry did, I was like, no, no, you're wrong. Daphne's right. Yeah, like I like this episode in concept. Like, oh, Daphne and Sherry finally get under each other's skin and have to, you know, like set set some ground rules and boundaries and everything. But I just didn't love the execution of this episode. Also, Fraser thinking he's coming down with a cold is like. That's the best example of, like, what is it, man cold ever? Where man cold? Man cold or, like, man flu or something where, like, when a guy is, like, when like when a woman has a cold, she, like, still goes to work and, like, does all the things. And it's, like, when a man has a cold, he's on the couch and it's, like, honey, can I have a... <laughs> Listeners, like, let, let me know if you know what I'm talking about. It was some, like, meme or something that went around. Maybe it was, like, an SNL skit or something. <laughs> Might have been. I, I'll have to find something about it and post it in the Craniacs group. But... Um... So that's half the episode. The other mm-hmm. half is like Daphne and Niles are extraordinarily horny and then like dancing around. Yeah, I, I was about to say circling each other. Dancing around is is better. Yeah. Like I, it's it's interesting because by so it's Daphne goes over to Niles. It's the only place she can stay. Now the the the, the thing I really liked was. Baby is still a baby. The, yes, the, the baby parakeet the is still, is still there. Around. Yes, the cockatiel or parakeet? Parakeets are small. That's gotta be a cockatiel. Okay, probably a cockatiel. I don't. Know. But it, and they're still doing the joke where the, the doorbell rings and it's, yes. And then, but then I like that Niles has trained her to yes. be like, fly to your perch, fly to your perch. <laughs> well, also a sign of that this was what 1997 is Daphne's like. I tried a few of my girlfriends, but none of them were home. And I was like, you would at this point text your friends right, right. and be like, well, hey. There's another part later where Niles is in there and she comes up to do something because she couldn't. She's like, you forgot mm-hmm, something mm-hmm. in the car. Yes. Yes. But like, this was a weird episode in that I was like constantly like, does, does Daphne really not understand what she's doing? Because she's like, it's so sweaty in your apartment, <laughs> Niles. I don't know why I sound like you, the Janiah Doubtfire, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's <laughs> guys i spent a week in london and it's like i'm right back there you know just, but she was just like i'm so sweaty and i'm gonna yeah oh, fan and, my and, 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 let me rub all this ice my... all over me and, uh, yeah. oh yeah where's your piece of ice it's melted yeah, yeah. which is actually incorrect because oh no it is correct i forgot when you have probably pressure to ice did you know this no i took a i took a chemistry class during the summer so i wouldn't have to take it like why well, thought you meant like this uh, summer? No, no, no. <laughs> I was no. Like, no, 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 no. Bored. Uh, <laughs> um, the reason, so most uh, liquids, if you apply pressure to them, they become solids. And the way water works, it's the opposite. So if you apply pressure to an, it becomes a liquid. So that's why you can ice skate because you're like applying pressure to the thing and it's creating just a little thing of liquid and you slide. Uh. Anyway, that's interesting. But yes. <laughs> I'm telling you that's interesting. I'm not asking if it's interesting. My dad was a chemistry major. I can get yeah. it to you. He right now is <laughs> nodding and being like, yes. <laughs> um, so it's it's just, you know, she comes over to stay and then she wants a cold bath because his air AC is out. And they're talking about staying in the same room because it's oscillating. And, like, they've done this before where it's like uh, Daphne is so... Oblivious, oblivious to what she's doing that I was like, she's doing it again. And yeah. this is a long stretch of her being sexually oblivious but then at the end they kind of insinuate that she was gonna that something was gonna happen if yeah fraser hadn't solved the problem between daphne and sherry well and i also i wish i could go back i wish i could be in the state you were in where i have not seen the whole series and watch mm-hmm. this episode because i i wish i knew what my response would have been but i just spent this whole time being like oh none of this feels right none of this feels right <laughs> it 
some of it felt they kept tiptoeing where he was crossing the line of like doing something inappropriate or like that was you know I like it was it, it was odd there was a lot of stuff I was kind of felt what's the word I'm looking for like I felt like uneasy, uneasy. about and there was one of the things I was like I, when we had when I thought oh we're gonna be in the same room let's do a, an episode I was like. I don't want to do this one. <laughs> I was I like, say, it's going to be you and me in a room going, Ugh, like the yeah. whole time. I will say, I feel like I inwardly cringed a lot during yes. the Niles and Daphne scene um, or stretch of the episode where I was just like, huh, huh, I'm just very uncomfortable. I'm right. just like very uncomfortable. Um, so yeah, that probably would have been a lot of me going being like, oh, oh. So yeah. that's why we decided with the second one. I'm good with this episode if you want to yeah. rate it. Um, and... Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, um, You know, I will give it, um, I guess like, Maybe four oscillating fans. I was gonna give it four ice cubes. I think it's I think it's fine. But then the thing that takes it down, like it's it's almost when I grade stuff that I start at five and I see where to go. Yes. And it was like five and then one down for cringy, yeah. like possibly yeah. possibly more. And it doesn't go anywhere. No. It's not like you kind of learn that maybe Daphne has feelings, but she doesn't really explore that other than just. I, the I, idea that she was horny and that's why she's so I got testy. The feeling, I got the feeling that Daphne was bored. Yeah. And thought, well, Niles is a friend. Mm-hmm. And like, 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 why not? Here's a question. Kind of like, like, we both would benefit from this. Do you think your your parents are upset by how many times I've said the word horny this whole time? <laughs> um, I don't watch, I don't watch, I don't listen to this episode podcast with my parents so I have no idea oh well now you I, might because I, I, I don't know I don't I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> you guys let let Laurel know exactly how your thoughts on horny and here's her her number no um <laughs> thanks oh that's a question that. I was gonna have for you have you ever had like someone like call you or text you or like what's the like like Laurel I have a friend that you guys would get along real great like that didn't tell you and then all of a sudden you get a number it's like hey it's Steve, I'm Ryan's friend, like... Yeah, I think I've actually talked about it on here, where, mm-hmm. like, a guy that he and I had both, like, asked our mutual friend about the other, after mm-hmm. we, like, had a few, like, nice, like, chats at parties and stuff, and then he just, like, one day texted me and was like, hey, it's name not Steve. He's like, hey, it's Steve. I'm Joe's friend. Um, right, but you'd, like, talk to each other before. Have you ever had oh, something, yeah. like, flat out? Oh, no, no, no. Like, completely blind. Yeah. Like, yeah, no. Okay. No. Well, have you? Or have you ever done that? I've ever hooked someone up that way? No, no, I mean, like, reached out to somebody where, where like, if I was like, hey, I think you were, when you were single, I was like, I think you really along with my friend oh, Julie. What, and... what you don't understand is that I spent most of my life assuming that, like, no women ever, like, had any sort of romantic interest in me. So, like, short of, like, lifting <laughs> their shirts up, I was just like, yeah, she's just being nice. Like, so anytime I'd have friends go, no, she seems to like you. You're like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know. She didn't like hop into my bed. <laughs> like, I had, I had no. She didn't write a note like, "Do you like me?" Circle yeah, one, yes, yes or no. Check yes or no. Um. Okay. So now we're gonna uh, check out the next episode, guys. Uh, uh, I'm gonna give us a synopsis real quick. Twenty two. Are you being served? <clears throat> okay, I have a funny story about the synopsis when, when this is over. After I read this, did well, you... let's let's we'll start. We'll t- we'll 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 talk, we'll talk while we go. Okay. But. Can I read this now? Yeah, after oh, okay. I read this. I'm the story, I mean. To cheer up his brother, Fraser urges Niles to see his divorce as a new beginning, but Niles is unable to put a positive spin on the situation. I, for the life of me, based on this synopsis, could not figure out what episode this was. Like, whatsoever. And it's actually an episode that I really, really, it turns out, has a lot of memorable lines for me. 
So this was just a really big fail for me. I mean, I know we've said this whole time the Netflix. Yeah. But also, wait, what well, do you happen to know what the IMDb rating was for the last episode? Um. No, let's see. Uh, the last one was eight point. Well, they're both the same. This is interesting, but they're both eight point six. The last one was eight point six. Yeah. Daphne eats Sherry. Oh. So guys, we're gonna watch this with subtitles, so you're not gonna be able to hear it because also I don't know if there's any sort of copyright. There definitely doing. is. It's like we'd only be able to play um, like so, ten seconds of it or something. So we've got it on with with copyright. We're on Netflix, so we're gonna do one, two, three, play, and then you guys. Oh uh, yeah! Oh my gosh, we're inviting people to listen to watch with us. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I get it. So here we go. One, two, three, play. Okay. What do you think the opening will be? Thundercloud. Uh, uh balloon. Oh, oh. lightning. <laughs> Welcome to every time my parents and I watch this show. We uh, never really talk about it because I feel like I never see it on the second episode yeah, because Netflix it just skips, skips all that stuff. Yes. Which, granted, and this isn't very long to skip. It's like you go three seconds in, but... Yeah, they just have it, like, oddly... I've, like, every intro is, like, sectioned off for them. I've been watching, rewatching The Newsroom mm-hmm. as kind of, like, my uh, at-work thing, and I've almost pinpointed exactly where like where on the bar oh. the, <laughs> the the intro, intro stops there's some shows where i always watch the intro like west wing i will always watch the credits the opening credits for that is this the one where her and bulldog are having a weird fight or is that that was the, the last one what was that that was really i thought okay. that was going to be more of a focus of the episode you make a really good point i have no idea what that was it about. was just weird and i was like oh are they together now because didn't he like slap her butt on the way out it, I remember was, that. it was either like extraordinarily flirty or an hr nightmare yes um this part about the going away party for the happy chef rang so true for me when fraser's like Ugh, it's a twist top wine. Everybody stands around trying to be sincere. I don't know how many office going away parties you've been. That screams office going away <laughs> parties. Like, and like, as I didn't have one at my last job, but the one before that, like, I just remember standing in the kitchen with chips and queso because that was all I wanted and like a glass of wine as like literally just like a receiving line of like people just like came in with like, Laurel, it's so good working with you. Sorry for your loss. <laughs> I was just like, this is so awkward. Like, I, we, I've never really done it at work. Usually it's after work because I think in our industry, there's, in my industry, there's a lot of like turnover. So I, I think and do y'all like, like go out a lot after work? I would say if it was. No, it's kind of like, hey, it's been great working with you guys, blah, blah, blah. I'll be at, et cetera, if anyone wants to come by and oh, say bye. So right. usually that's what. What if nobody goes by? Mm-hmm. I, hey, I did not do anything when I left uh, my last job. Like they're like, oh, you guys do anything afterwards? I'm like, Nope. Because <laughs> I hated that place so me, much. On my last day, my boss and my job I just left, my boss emailed me in the morning. I was like, do you want to go out to lunch? And I was like... They took me out to lunch. Oh, I, well, I'd said most people who most people were really busy. I was like, I don't know if anyone mm. can get away for lunch. So we ordered Panera. So real quick, do you recognize who the Happy Chef is? I didn't before. I um, think. I have, I'm going to have to confirm. I think it's the dude that Marla Hooch is singing to when she gets drunk in A League of Their Own. Oh, oh. Okay, so I have seen a League of the Run. I love Do you know who I'm it's talking been, about? No, but it's been a while. It's like, I'm singing for Nelson. We also, need to, I, we also need to talk about Frazier's aversion to hugging. I think we've talked about this before, about people Has he who done don't, it in the show? Well, no, just people who don't like to hug. And, like, I think you said, like, oh, Tara tried to hug you. That was what it was. Tara tried to hug you on y'all's first date, and you tried to shake her hand. And we were yes. talking about, like, hugging versus, and I was saying, you know, because I'm a Texan, I always say that I, like, you know. Wow, I think I might be wrong, guys. It's not him. However, it is the Scranton ticket taker from Home Alone when she's trying to get back on an oh, airplane. Oh, it is! Yes! So 
So I think I'm wrong. I actually recognize that guy from that. I don't come alone a lot. She's like, where am I? He's like, Scranton. Yes. Yes. Um, but yeah, just people who don't... Anyway, we can get... Hugging comes should, up again. We'll get to that later. I, I, I find I'm less of a hugger now. Like, there was a time where I really was like... I need, it was it was like I went from however I felt at the time to I need to be better about physical contact to now I've been like it's not up to me it's up to the other person like now I'm on... like if you want a hug I'm up for a hug but I'm gonna let the other person lead it guys full disclosure when Ryan opened the door to his home to me this afternoon I gave him a hug did that make you uncomfortable no but but I I've hugged you before and I, I initiated the I also hug. but okay. I'm talking about like oh like new people yeah so like I hang out with people at work outside and I meet their like significant others and like I'm like oh we gotta go oh. and now I'm like I always go bye and wave <laughs> and I'm like if they step forward I'm like okay like but some people I'm just you know I also deal with a lot of people who are like Maybe I'm, not as comfortable with that sort of thing. So. Also, I totally think on first meeting you should not be expected. To it's not fight. usually not a first meeting, oh, okay. but like I've okay. I've hung out with them a few times, but we haven't been. A, we you know we've gone over to someone's place for a party, and usually it's like all right, bye everybody, and then the people I know I hug, and yeah. then those people I don't know I just kind of go bye. Okay, yeah, this has happened to me. I was I went back to DC a few weeks ago for a wedding, and um, I was seeing a lot of people for the first time, and yeah, it was the same thing. Like there's some people I was thrilled to see and threw my arms around, and there's other people I was just like, oh hey, I have not thought about you a minute since I moved. My 20th, this is awful, but my 20th high school reunion's coming up. Are and you going? I don't know. It's next, it'd be next year, but the, the, okay. the year in front of me, people I know on Facebook were posting all that, and I was like, I don't remember some of these people's names. Like, I don't want to play that. I don't know if I want to go because I don't want to play the game of, I remember you, but I can't remember you because I'm terrible with names. Oh, but no, at high school reunions, everybody get, usually gets a name tag that has, like, your senior year yearbook photo. Yeah, but I'm going to be like, hi! <laughs> Everybody's going to be doing that, though. Yeah, if it's even Not like, with me. Everyone's going to remember me. What? Everyone's like... I'm going to be... You, you clearly look exactly the same. You're I don't be, know how oh, you yeah, you dated, what's, you dated this person. I'm going to be, <laughs> be my ex-girlfriend's boyfriend. <laughs> That's how they're going to remember me. Well, I, um... I'm friends with a few people from high school, not many on Facebook, and a few of, let's say the men folk, seem to, all their hair seems to have just abandoned them, and they're all, like, unrecognizable, and I'm like, wow, at a reunion I would need a name tag. Yeah, there was someone who had a big bushy beard, and I'm like, under that I can kind of see someone I used to be in band with. Now, we just talked over a rather, like, maybe a scene. Yes, so this one's got a little, this, this, this one's got kind of a... Well, I, I don't know because of the end, but we'll talk about that later. But right now, uh, uh, Niles has been served divorce papers. And him he's obviously trying to kind of do the, you know, oh, I want her back. And Frazier's, I feel like we've done this in an episode before. Frazier's trying to convince him how miserable he was. I think they did in the episode where he laughed. Yes. Um, was, gosh, what was that one called? <laughs> and then here's... Uh, oh, here's uh, Eddie in the, the sweater. So I keep wanting to call him Leo. I feel, Oh, I appreciate that so much. Uh, <laughs> because Leo has a not dissimilar sweater not a matching hat but a not dissimilar sweater that was a Christmas present to him and me and I got was given the matching scarf and hat that's um, kind of cute and I just I feel a little attacked but lady loves clothes like we had some people over and someone gave there's a woman who was here was pregnant I may have talked about this and they gave her uh, you know onesie or something and lady saw it and like <gasps> ran up and sat down and I was like, like put looked, it on me yeah and they're like this is not for you um, lady was wearing yesterday I saw on the Instagram an SMU bandana which I'm sure helped lead I can't to our be- win I can't believe we're 7-0 I, I mean I, I mean maybe we're about to come the TCU of Dallas football <laughs> 
The fan base in One Fort Worth year. is rabid. Like, they are obsessed with TCU. They have nothing else over there as well, right. but they're obsessed. Okay, so Daphne's now pulling out all of Martin's as the Steam Master 2000. Who <laughs> <laughs> cooks Chinese vegetables? Why just Chinese vegetables? I think they were using Chinese vegetables back then as like a catch all for all Asian things. Oh, like water chestnuts and. Yes. And... Yes. <laughs> What are water chestnuts? They, they come in that can. Yeah, I mean, I, I I could see one, but like, if one was growing somewhere, I wouldn't point it and go, oh, it's a water chestnut. Like, I've never seen them other than wet and in the can. Yeah, oh, just something about them really grosses me out. They don't uh, bother me, but like, I, it's, there's a lot of foods I'm cool with that everyone else is like, no, right. It's a Ryan. grass-like sedge native to Asia, Australia, tropical Africa. It's got edible corms. I don't. <laughs> this is all same words I've never heard of, like sedge. Laura's having a stroke, guys. We're gonna have to pause. Sedge like edible corns. Like, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> what any of this is? Um, is this is this? It's not a nut at all, but an aquatic vegetable that grows in marshes. Okay, that's all I needed mm, okay, to know. Okay, okay. <laughs> we didn't have much talk about Roz's hair. Tara the other day had <laughs> blue dryer. Blue dry? Is that you say blow dried? Blow dried. Blow, blow she, dry. used a, she used blow a... Dry. She, she had dried her hair. She had dried her hair with a hair dryer. And uh, just came out the first thing I thought. I was like, you look like Ross. <laughs> like, without it's even a like a compliment, though. You <laughs> could really her. Good. And then she showed me what she's doing for her uh, Halloween... Her hair for a Halloween costume. And I was like, never do that again. What What are y'all going as for Halloween? So, we're actually... During Halloween, we're going to be out. We're going on vacation for my uh, birthday. But for a couple days before... We're doing a Hocus Pocus like showing, yeah. And so there's a costume contest. So I am. We're going as Penny and Gary Marshall's character. What's Gary Marshall's character? The the guy dressed as a, the devil, and they think he's really Satan. Oh yes, 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 yes. Okay. And he's like, and they go in, and then she's wearing like a bathrobe, and so she has a, this weird bang. She goes, "I think I'm going to do this with my hair," and I was like, "Ah!" Like it, I've I've never had such like a like just. Terrible reaction of just like, oh no, please don't ever do that again. But so now they found their mother's lap, yeah, notes. Yeah, but it's funny because spoiler alert, they're going to end up saying that it's not, it's rats. It's her, it's her actual journal. Did they think she was like writing in a journal about them, like studying them? I think they definitely. I guess maybe that's not two out of the realm of reality for this family. You have to realize that, like, Frasier also married Lilith, and that's 100% something Lilith would have done. Uh, Also, one thing I don't believe about this, though, is that she put no year on any of the dates of her journal, which Mm. would have been a clue to them that all this happened before they were born. Or, like, on the front of it or anything. Yes. Um... (laughs) It's funny because I feel like I've seen this show so much. (laughs) Okay, now he's trying to hug him. I, I'm now describing to people who, yes. like, this is not great podcasting, but I'm hearing, like, it in Fraser's voice. Yes. Like, I've got such a clear, it's it's interesting, because I feel like when they talk about, like, Sideshow Bob, the character he did in The Simpsons, like, uh-huh. how distinct a voice that was at the time, I was like, uh, okay. Like, because I never oh. watched a lot of Fraser or Cheers, or Cheers wasn't a lot of that. Yeah. But, but now it's like, if I heard that voice, I feel like I could... Every once in a while, he pops up on something, some old something I watched. Because he did a lot of voice work. Yeah, for and he's in Toy Story 3. No, Toy Story 2. He plays the prospector. Yes, Stinky Pete. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that one. I haven't seen 3 or 4, so... Uh, I, well, I own 3, and I actually just watched 4 on my flight back from London. How'd you like it? Um, I mean, 
so Toy Story 2 to me is a masterpiece. Like, yeah. I love it so much. Um, it's not up to that caliber, but I'd say it's probably on par with, I didn't love Toy Story, the first one. It's probably on par with that for me. Oh, I, I liked it, but it's funny to go back and watch it because it is bad CG. Like, it's, <laughs> like, it's, because it's, it's the first one, but yes. it looks like, like, you, like, I could get away with that as, like, a computer animation major. Um. <laughs> like, as a senior project. It, um, and that, that's one thing that actually blew me away, even on the tiny little seatback screen on American Airlines, the, the quality of the animation Toy Story 4 was just, yeah. I mean, it was phenomenal, so. I, Tara always makes fun of me because we'll watch, uh, The Incredibles, and there's a part where, you remember Violet, the daughter who has, like, the hair over her mm-hmm. face? There's a part where, like, someone puts their head, their hand on her shoulder and the hair moves with the hand, and I'm like... It's my favorite part of this movie. <laughs> She's like, what? And I'm like, I just... It's not even a... Look at that. Like, now the hair... You know, it's so easy to do so much more hair stuff. But even if you look between, like, uh, the John Goodman uh, Sully monster from Monsters, oh, yeah. Inc. versus Monsters University, like, he actually looks fuzzy. And then, like, ten years from now, we'll think of how stupid the stuff now yes. looks. Um, so, Niles and Frazier have just been confronted by the two Dobermans. Can we talk about the fact that... Niles had dogs with Maris, and we never heard about this. He was like, these are my puppies! I was like, what? Uh, yeah. I, just, I don't like the retcon that they do with this. I, I, I didn't even really think about it at the time, but yes, 100%. It's also weird that, like, they come in the back door, and then the front door is upstairs. Like, uh, just looking at... It's it's the same thing kind of happened in the last episode, where she goes, where's the bathroom? And he's like, up the stairs, third door on the left. I'm like... This apartment is huge. Like, the one oh, Miles lives yeah. in. He, yeah. he gives her, like, a, a pretty detailed instructions. And I'm like... Well, yeah. I'll like, I've lived in an apartment where it's like, where's the bathroom? You can see it from here. Yes. Yes. Um, Please close the shower curtain that is the door <laughs> my, before wait, you use it. I don't know if you and Tara remember my first apartment in D.C. that y'all came from. Vaguely. I think at least once. My friends used to joke that, like... The bathroom, you you were basically, like, peeing on the couch. Because they were like, it's just, like, right there. It's like they said, should this be a coat closet or a bathroom? Uh, it was just, yeah, it was very, just, out. I just, I, there's, <laughs> I forgot he's throwing the meatballs into the... Koi pond. See, yeah, and all is, the fish go This one of these things I remember from this episode when he's like, that's the, or he's like, there's more in the koi pond. Right next to the sleeping koi. Yeah. Like, I remember that line. I remember so many different lines of this episode. Every time I see this, I know this is a ridiculous statement, but I get hungry for meatballs. <laughs> I see, I don't because they're raw, and that, and just like the thought of like raw meatballs. I have a out. really weird thing where I look at raw meat and I get like, not like I'm like, oh, I want to eat that raw meat, yeah. but like I can, I, I make the, the connection. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or this is how I like admit something very strange to you. <laughs> it's, it was interesting. We went and had a really good steak for uh, our, um, anniversary and i was like usually i get it there and i get like kind of a uh, i think i got a ribeye and i was like i usually get it medium rare but it's pretty rare here and they're pointing out they're like well we might want to get it medium because one of the things about it is it's so marbled like mm-hmm. hotter is going to melt more of the oh, yeah. fat and i was like oh and it was it was great like i kind of like i go medium a little on the rare yeah. side but like tara had a, a filet and i'm like i think those are the ones you're supposed to have medium rare because it's not as fatty yeah. so you're getting kind of the the taste of the of the meat yeah and now i'm hungry can you tell i'm hungry yeah I mean, what else do you want to <laughs> like as we're saying this i'm like this is one just like talk about tiramisu i don't know <laughs> so this is where the episode started to get a little repetitive to me when he's like point out different things in here and i will tell you why it reminds me of how like of, of a mistake i made and how i had apologized to maris i like this one i think you us all kind of lobby for that <laughs> 
like they already did this basically when when Niles he was, was breaking leaving everything. Her. Yeah. yeah, and he was like, he's like, everywhere I look, there's a memory of like a happy memory from this relationship. And I'm wondering if like that's why you couldn't remember this episode because you kind of just amalgamized yeah, it. Yeah, it could be. I I feel like there's going to be a lot of this. I, I and that's the thing. We're going to get to this towards the end, but he kind of. I thought this was going to be there officially getting a divorce, and it looks like it's not. By the end of this, or at least they're kind of moving back the other way. Uh, so what? And then I'm just uh, go, move on. Like uh, that's the other thing. Like we have much shorter. Like there's no eleven season. There's not very many eleven season sitcoms anymore, except for maybe Modern Family, which it's, I don't know. What's, it, it's it, this is its last season. Modern Family. But is is it was it like nine? Oh, I don't know. It's um, I've, I haven't been watching it for like seven years. I feel like I watched it for like six. So yeah, I, it's one of those ones that it's, I, I watch it almost exclusively when I'm in a airplane, uh, airplane or a hotel. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the, around this time of the episode is when he signs the divorce papers. As I wrote down in my in my notes, um, this show though I know you think it drags it out. I think it handles divorce really well. I think it paints a very realistic picture of right. divorce. Also, divorces take a long time. Like, there's a lot of, you know, maybe it doesn't take long to get to the point of actually trying to settle, I guess. but... I just, I just can't imagine. I mean, it's been two years since they've been separated. Like, I can't imagine being separated and not divorced that long. I don't know. I'm also, like, the second, like, I, there were very few relationships I was in that I tried to make work. And then the second it was, like, there was, like, a clear, like, I, I only ever redated someone once. Like, just because I was, like, okay, boom, like... Probably because I took it personally, which I guess it is personal, but I probably shouldn't take it that personally. Yeah. But I was just like, yeah, I have no intention of trying this again. So I think, like, if it was like, yeah, we're going to get separated, I'd be like, okay, we're done. Let's get this over with. Yeah, I mean... That's just me, though. I Now that I've had a few friends go through divorce, I do totally get the, like, you know, every marriage is different. Mm-hmm. And separation is what some people need to, like, clear their heads and all that sort of... Yeah, I just... I don't know. But I do think this does a good job of showing how messy and complicated divorces it's not as simple as just we're just gonna sign some papers yeah and... yeah fair i also like there's a there's a part in here where fraser says something about like you have to believe me niles and i like fraser of the like i'm a divorced man let me tell that's you that's true actually that's a really good point i didn't even think about that he does that i think he was just oh i did love this part i never have to see maris again oh, i couldn't uh, even see her when she was standing yeah. right in front of me <laughs> And I, I, this is another part I remember without knowing what episode it was from. Frasier has a, uh, look at that, it's it's an ice bucket like in a hotel. Oh, I bet but, it's like made of rich mahogany. <laughs> probably is. Actually, that one's probably from a hotel. It just looks like it's made of rich mahogany yes. that the set decorator grabbed. Oh, that was one thing. When I was in London, I went to the Harry Potter studios and went on the oh, tour yeah. of all the sets. How was that? Um... It's overwhelming the amount of detail that's in those movies. But what was fascinating to me, honestly, was the set, the things that the set decorators talked about. Because, like, they would, like, go into their own basements to find, like, knickknacks to put in the burrow and, like... I heard a lot... I was listening to a theme park podcast and they were talking a lot about that. I didn't think about that. That, like, the Imagineers on the on the Haunted Mansion didn't make everything. Yes. Like, some of that was just weird stuff they found. Yes. Um, I literally, last night, uh, we were hanging out with some friends playing some board games... And I said, you know, I'm not really that into Harry Potter. And, like, later I was like, oh, Laurel, I, like, I, <laughs> the look you're getting. Well, it's also just, like, not true. I think, well, that, that, this is literally the argument we had on the Hufflepod <laughs> podcast where I was like, I'm not into it. Here's nine things. Yeah. Like, it's just, I think part of it was I had watched the, the ride through of the Hagrid oh, ride. The and I went, there's no way I would stand in line that long for oh, this. I wouldn't either. 
I didn't even stand in line at Platform 9 and 3 quarters in King's Cross Station to get my picture taken. At, did, at no, Harry at, Potter at World King's, or real? No, at, yeah, okay. at real King's Cross. Yeah. Like, I, so, no, I, I'm a big Harry Potter fan, but there's limits to, like, what I spend my time on. How so. There's a line to do that? Like, how oh, long? One of those, like, like curly That's cue. Nuts. like And, and then they, they take your picture and then they sell your picture to you. And I was like, no. I took a picture at the fake King's Cross at the studio tour, so yeah, that's fine. We were okay. like, yes. Tara did that once at a, there's a great picture of Tara on Facebook her doing it at like a Barnes and Noble for when <laughs> something happens. She's just like, <laughs> she does, she does open mouth pictures really funny. Her like, uh, face is really good. Um, um, we just got to the point of the episode where Frazier and Niles realized that their mother's journal was about her beloved lab rats. Yes. This this is dark. <laughs> like this part. I, I, I don't think this scene would air anymore. Yeah, um, absolutely. Well, yeah, suicide jokes. Like there were like I remember back in the day, Looney Tunes commercials had like not commercials. Oh, Looney Tunes yeah. cartoons. <laughs> Looney Tunes cartoons had so many like jokey mm-hmm. like I'm gonna kill my oh my god. So also let's think about how fast because I don't know that there's necessarily a cut right there. Like how fast did they have to get all that? Shit? I think there was a cut. There they zoomed cut. in. Okay. I did the same thing at the first, and I was like. I think they'd have to. I don't think... I love Fraser's like, oh my. Like, looking into the... Like, it's such good, like, the focus is not on me acting. Yes. It's a little hot and foamy. I also just love the payoff for jokes that they planted the seed for at the beginning of the episode. I don't know if any TV show does it better than... Yeah. Fraser. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only thing I remembered was he was hot and I got foamy exploded. He was a detective, you know? It was such a good Daphne moment. He looks like he looks like Rick Moran. Oh, I guess not. he looks like uh, into Ghostbusters. Yes, yes. And this is the part where they kind of pull it back, and him and Marys get back together, which or they agree to go through counseling. Yes. Which, if you've been with somebody for was it twelve years? They say at this point, like, give it the old college try of marriage counseling. You know. I guess, but I'm also from the perspective of. <laughs> And that was also paying off the hugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, I'm from the we're, we're uh, from the audience perspectives. We've never seen this woman. We've only got everybody's like Maris is the butt of like I hate Maris jokes. What was your role on Frasier? Oh, I came in and I handed some dog clothes to. I feel like that Martin. has to be like one of the producers or writers, like moms. Like that's such a. Oh no, that the way she, no. Listen, you can spot a bad actress. Like she was a good actress for. Here you go, like. <laughs> Wait, you think that's an actress? I think that's one. Of, I think that's an extra. I think that's someone who oh, got okay. paid like yes. scale that day. Not even well, like. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's somebody who's like agent put them up for the role right, of right, Mrs. Right. Whatever. That was one thing. Do you watch Barry? Uh, I, well, I have. I don't watch it regularly. There's uh, there's this whole thing where they go through his girlfriend's, and we're done. Uh, <laughs> they go through his girlfriend's, like the woman he's dating her, uh, um, like former roles. And they're all, like, really bad minor roles. And I'm trying to think, like, I don't know. It just seems almost ridiculous that, yeah. Was this Aunt Patrice? Oh, my gosh, guys. The Netflix, like, scene that it pulled up while you're on Frasier is Aunt Patrice, which, if y'all remember, famous of G-Speak from the first season. So what did you think of that one? Oh, actually, I have some notes on that one. Oh, okay. Um, oh, I talked about some of this stuff. Um, I, I like this one, I think, more as an adult. That I yeah. probably did when I was a kid when I watched it. Actually, when um, when Niles says, I think Maris and I might be like getting back together, I actually thought in my mind, are not divorced yet? Yeah. It does seem like it's going on for a while. But I still think they handled divorce really well. 
in this show. Do you think if we binge this show, like, if we, a little more than we do? Because we kind of watch a few episodes that we talk about. And we watch yeah. It. Like, do you think we'd be, like, over... Like, we'd be to a point where we're a little bit better. Because now it's, like... It, it's been I, months for us, yeah, at least. I don't... And you have to think, though, when you watched the show when it first... Well, you didn't. But when I watched the show when it first came out, it was just once a week. Yeah, so, it's like, like, two years. Yeah, it's years of you... You know, hearing all of the um, all the talk about Marisol, I don't like. I don't know. I don't know. Um, it reminds me. So, I, like when The Office was on, I didn't watch the first three seasons when they were on. I binged them mm-hmm. and then watched the fourth season from then on live. And I remember thinking I would not have had the patience everyone else had for Jim and Pam. Oh yeah, because yeah, yeah. for me it was two weeks of my life. And I was like, how, how did you people sit with this for three years? When we, when Tara and I watched the first season of Game of Thrones, it was like the second or third time I'd seen it. And she, we got to the end, she's like, what happens? I'm like, well, we're going to have to wait a year to find it. She's like, no, it's still on. I'm like, no, you're going to have to wait a year because that's what I had to do. Like, I'm just, I always say that, like, if we watch the show, I'm like, now imagine that you didn't get to immediately yes. start the next episode. Because yes. we'll do that. We'll start episodes to, like, find, like, when there's cliffhangers, like, to resolve the cliffhanger and then pause yeah. it. yeah. Someone's. You had your chance to be a guest star on the show, lady. <laughs> she, she picked the company of another, and she changed <laughs> her mind. So, yeah, it's funny. I was listening to Binge Mode on um, the Harry Potter wrap because I put that episode off for a really long time. Right, right. And they were because they talked about the Cursed Child, and I saw the play in London, so I wanted. To oh, like, did you? Did you I like did. it? Um, yes. For somebody who did not like the story, like when I read the script, that yeah, this was a book. Um, I was like, "Lol, it is fantastic on stage." Now, did you watch it over one day or two days? Two days, two nights in a row. So yeah. is, is that weird? Do uh, you get the same seat both nights? Yeah, or? you do. Okay, you okay. sit by the same people both nights. So you're like, oh, so you're like, hello <laughs> again. <laughs> um, I am glad I did it that way because, um, pro tip: London theaters, the old ones are very cramped and very tight quarters and my knees were smushed into the seat in front of me the whole time. So like oh, if right. I had if I had basically done that for seven hours, like with a one hour break in between, I, I would have I would not have been happy. Mm. Um so I was glad to to break it up um over two nights. But I'd say I think you can do it either way. No, it's I get why it won the Tony for best play. The the special effects are because they happen right in front of you. They're happening right. live on the stage, and you're like, "How is any of this happening?" <laughs> like the pretty much all you hear during the first half of it, part one, is just people in the audience going, because <laughs> we're all like, "How is this happening? What is happening?" Like characters get sucked into bookcases and then like spit back out, and you're like, "But how? How?" <laughs> yeah, no, it's so it's very good. Um, why did I get on this topic? Uh, you were talking about. Binge mode. Yes. Why, why, why I delayed watching it. Anyway, or listening to the final episode, they they talk to a few people and they talk about their own experience with Harry Potter. And so many people are like, I didn't really get into Harry Potter until the sixth book came out. And so I went back and reread the first five. And I'm like... The sixth? And I'm like, you... Isn't the sixth, like, commonly regarded as, like, not the good one? Uh, depends on who you talk to. I think that the second is the one. Chamber of Secrets is the one that most people are like... Oh, I like Chamber of Secrets. Uh, it's just... It's, it's not a standout book. But, um... No, but people, so many people were like, or, or I got into it, like, you know, when the fifth book was coming out or something. I'm like, you people didn't have to stand in line multiple times at midnight to get copies of the book. So, anyway, that that's how I feel. Did you ever see that video of the dude driving by, like, a Barnes & Noble and he just goes, Snake kills Dumbledore! Yes. And they're like, no! I, I think, actually, you've told me about it. You describe it so vividly. Yeah. I feel like I've seen it. Just, hey! It doesn't so He's like, hey! And they all look, because they think he's going to say, like, Harry like, Potter, Harry right? Potter. And they go, Snake kills Dumbledore. No! There's, like, a good, like, pause. So I guess here's my question is, like, how did the guy know? 
because it went around the internet like oh did it as, like i remember like like before the book it got, came out it got, yeah like well no as it came out oh. people were like go ruin it for people and oh. i was like oh that's mean oh i guess i'm thinking there wouldn't be people lined up after the book came out but but it was like it someone got an advanced copy oh, or so like okay. it got like the the, the 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 it got released on the internet real quick. I would probably like not believe it if somebody drove by and was like Snape killed Dumbledore. I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, that didn't happen. So, um, what else you got on this episode? Oh, let's see. Uh, I, well, I wrote down that he messengered something, and I was like, nobody does that anyway. That's not that important. Um, oh, I just had a really good LOL when something about Maris being happy, and he said I hadn't seen like such glee on her face in the time of with the neighbor children and the electric fence. Yes. Um, and I was like, God, Maris is... She's, she's kind of ghoulish these yeah, last I was, two. I was like, Maris is a monster. Yeah. Um, yeah, other than that, I just want to talk about that uh, as seen on TV items, because I just really was tickled by Martin's collection of them. I don't know if you had any, like, standouts. I've you... got... I don't know if this is an as seen on TV. I've got a couple. Like, I used to be really big. I used... When I had friends that... Uh, uh, when I moved out, I kind of, like, went crazy with buying stuff, because I was, like, determined to cook. And I think I bought a lot of kitchen gadgets. And I remember someone coming over and going, Jenkins, what are you going to do when you get married? You're going to have nothing to put on your registry because you own all this stuff. But, like, the one I still use a whole lot is it's 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 not a slap chop. But it's, like, a, it's like a, it's, it's a, like a big tray. And on top of it is a, is a piece of plastic. But it's got a grid. Yeah. And you put vegetables on it. Yeah. And you smash them. And they get cubed. Yeah. And I do that for, like, stir fries and... Yeah, pastas and 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 uh, crockpot stuff and things like that. Um, I've owned a slap chop. The only one that I've owned and gotten rid of that I was like maybe I shouldn't get rid of that was a salad spinner. Okay, which I, I don't think is super as seen on TV. But no, I also don't understand the point of a salad spinner. Like, it's just so to get the water off the lettuce. What you're supposed to do is actually get the lettuce nice and moist, but then get the excess water off it and then put it. There's a whole. I started watching all those Al- Alton Brown Good Eats, oh, but it's like. Oh. You put them in, in leaves and you put them just like paper towel in between them and they're supposed to be a little moist and it makes them stay longer. But it also, like, when you clean all your stuff, you do that and it gets all the water off it oh. before you make a salad. I don't mind if my salad has a little water on it, though. Well, then. A, moisture. a salad spinner's not for you. Yeah, I'm sorry, I've seen on TV people. I don't need a salad spinner. Um, I don't know what other I've seen on TV I've gotten. I'm try- I was trying to think. There's so many I've seen on TV things I see that I'm like, I really want. Um, but then it's like, oh, 1995 plus $7 shipping and handling. And I'm like, oh, I had to call and talk to someone. Yeah. Um, there was one that was, uh, I think it was called the Egg Wave, and it was you could microwave. Um, oh. <laughs> you need a microwave scrambled or microwave sunny side up eggs. And I love sunny side up eggs. And I feel like as a child i was not allowed to use the stove right i was like this is perfect i can microwave i can make my own sunny side up eggs <laughs> i thought you were talking about the one where you put the egg into the thing and that little like tube comes out have you seen that no okay i'm gonna post a video on there it's alton brown going through all the kitchen gadgets because he has a big problem with anything that's he's like i don't like things that are just made to do one yes thing. yes but like there's one where you just crack an egg into it and you hit it and it like steams it and then it like as it's cooking it pushes out so this like egg tube just goes like up through this thing and just kind of flops out and he always makes people use it on uh cutthroat kitchen oh okay <laughs> it's so i do fun. kind of want to use now i kind of want to own one um it's no because it's all it is is it's just cooking an egg it's just you could listen you could cook an egg just fine I, I, I can cook an egg amazingly <laughs> when i learned how to i learned how to poach eggs like the summer i turned 30 and i remember on my 30th birthday i don't know if my parents remember this they called to be like happy birthday honey and i was leaving for greece that day and they were like what are you looking forward to about your trip and i was like before we talk about anything else <laughs> i am eating the most perfect poached eggs <laughs> this is where you crack it 
you, you, so you bring water to um, basically the a, a little tiny pot. You bring water to the point that it looks almost like champagne, like it has just little bubbles, like all like coating the whole thing. And right. then you and then you crack like eggs and like ladle them into the water, and then you cover it and you let them just kind of like cook in the like huh. water. Um, I've had poached eggs. Yeah. So they're actually like, it just takes a lot of time and it's hard to do a bunch of poached eggs at once. So some restaurants, if they're like eggs anyway, and you're like poached, they're like, oh, we don't do poached. Yeah. Because they're like, that takes like too much time. Eggs anyway. (laughs) uh, On top of a hundred dollar (laughs) bill. Yeah. Just. Dang, you got us. But I remember my parents being like, oh, and I was like, no guys, these are the perfect poached eggs. I'm going to hang up. You're going to call back. I need you to act more excited about it this time. Yeah. They were like, what time is your flight? Like, where, where are you going first? I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I am eating really good poached eggs. You're like, anyway. the whole the whole Greek trip could be yeah. a failure. This is perfect. <laughs> well, it's funny. I ended up having a big travel debacle getting there. Anyway, um, are you ready to rate the episode? I don't know if I can think of a rating. Like, Oh, I thought... So I watched this this morning with my parents, and I immediately had my rating. What's like, your everything. thing? I'm going I'm to give it eight hippopotamus topiaries. Okay. Hippo, is that what they have in the... Oh, yeah, because yeah. she well, had gained like a pound yeah, or so something. she hadn't lost her holiday pound. So yes, that's what it was. <laughs> Um, I'm going to give it, uh, seven meatballs. Um, I liked it. I thought it was good. I liked it better than the first one, obviously, but, like, I don't know. I liked it. It's just, I, I didn't realize this had, this had so many, like, just moments that I remember. Like, I remember perfectly Niles being covered in shaving cream and him, like, reaching into the pocket of his coat and pulling out his phone. The, like, the Daphne line is my favorite part, though. Like, he was a detective, you know? know? Like, because she also, her face is so, like, yes. like, cartoonish and sarcastic, but... It's nice when Daphne gets, like, a good joke and isn't just the butt of a joke. Right. So, guys, if you've got uh, a good poached egg recipe or... <laughs> or poached egg tips. There's always so many different thoughts about how you cook poached eggs. So. Or if if you've got a thought, like, Maris Yay or Maris Nay. Yeah, if you're us, totally over if you're Miles over Maris, and Maris. Hashtag over Maris. Yeah. Uh, you can get a hold of us on uh, email. We're craniacs at gmail.com. That's C-R-A-N-E-I-A-C-S at gmail.com. We are on Twitter, uh, at Craniacs. We have a Facebook page. That's where I, I post most of the links. Uh, it's uh, just search for Craniacs of Fraser Podcast on Facebook. We're on Stitcher and the other ones. Crap. Stitcher, Overcast, Spotify, Spotify. iTunes. All those. If you're listening to us, you probably know how to get a hold of us. But maybe you haven't thought about giving us a rating. And we would love for you to do that. Unless you're wanting to give us less than a five-star rating. If you think you want to do that, I think Laurel has a better use of your time. I do. Um, I believe I've recommended this podcast before called The Rewatchables. It's from the Ringer Podcast Network, and The Ringer is like a sports and pop culture website. But I have not – I just listened to an episode that I specifically recommend on the Shawshank Redemption where they just go, like, dive deep into the Shawshank Redemption, what other movies came out that year, how it got made, other people they almost cast in in it. And the hosts Hmm. of this particular episode are Bill Simmons, who kind of founded The Ringer – from ESPN land. He also started the 30 for 30 series on oh, ESPN, right. which I like love. Excellent um, 30 for 30 on SMU. Called Pony Excess. So please watch it. Um, also a really good one, June something, 1994, which is about the craziest day in sports. Anyway. Um, also the Ric Flair one's good. That's not what we're talking about. Um, <laughs> anyway, it's just Bill, it's Bill Simmons, um, Chris Ryan, who also does a lot of their pop culture reporting, and then Bill Simmons' dad, who's actually the reason Bill Simmons, like, went to go see The Shawshank Redemption when it first came out, and for a movie that's so, it's apparently the most popular movie on IMDb, it has the most ratings and the most, like, positive ratings. It was a commercial failure. A commercial failure. It cost $25 million to make, it made $16 million, then suddenly got nominated for Best Picture, 
And literally, it's re- on TNT right now. They, they even talk, they even talk about that, that, that. Turner bought the production house that made it, and so they're like, "Well, you know what? We don't have anything to put on TNT. Let's just put the Shawshank Redemption on every day." Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's just it's really. If you think you know that movie really well, you do. I'm sure, but like they just go into a lot of like specifics and details and deep dives and it's really nice having bill simmons dad on there because he provides a little bit of like an older perspective he's like in his 70s so i just i listened to that episode it's two hours long let's do it on the drive down today and i was like this is just a fantastic episode so maybe we want to go watch the shawshank redemption again which you can if we turn on yes. tnt yes yeah, so after this we're or tbs over right now yeah so. so guys check out that podcast or check out the shawshank redemption or both um and uh until next time i'm ryan i'm moral and we're listening bye y'all Thank you.